Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome back to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for you on this brand new week and a brand new month. Oh, yeah. It is Monday, March 1st, year 2021. Hi, everybody. So glad you could join us again here on The Ralph Report. Happy to have you with us. What are you laughing about? That's my line. You took my line. I said hi, everybody. That's I'm my just line. saying hi. That's my line. You go, don't you go, hello, everybody. Well, hey, everybody. Oh, hey, everybody. It's, it's different. All right. But love you, mean a bye. Huh. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I did that. You, you right, love you, mean a bye. You're going to trademark the work, everybody? <laughs> you're going to put, a, put your you stamp mean, on everybody? Love you, mean a bye. There. Oh, there I took God. yours. All right. <laughs> so glad I'm, you've decided to join us today, kids. Eddie's all full of piss and vinegar. <laughs> I am not. I'm fine. So it should be a good show today. Let's get the introductions out of the way. I am your old podcast pal, Ralph Garman, and sitting here in the Batcave with me is the man who puts rear in Rear Admiral. Holy God, holy God. He's also known as Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. Yo, ho, Eddie. Happy now? You got yours out? I got mine out now. You fiend. <laughs> we got a hell of a show lined up for you today, kids. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Well, because it's Monday. That means there's going to be some munching going on. But in this particular case, it's more like a slurping Monday slurping than a munching Monday. Monday. Yeah. Ooh, I'm intrigued. What is it? We are going to get you healthy. Oh, no. We're going to get you chock full of vitamins and nutrients. We already did the all egg the and good grape things juice you thing. Need. Yeah, well, that's just for that's just putting put on some weight on oh, you. God. Looking a little lean, a little too thin these days. <laughs> Those guns need a little uh, need fuel. Some, I need some fat on my guns. Yeah, but now we're going to uh, make you healthy. Mm-hmm. Give you all the vitamins and nutrients you need. I'm a little suspect about this. By taking eight different vegetables. Oh, no. Putting them all together oh. in one delicious drink. Oh, V8. It is the V8. Oh. Delicious drink. No. Munchin Monday edition. It's going to be awful. We're going to be drinking down some V8 juice. Is it chilled or warmed? It has been in the sun for a couple hours. I don't know if that makes a difference (laughs) or not. Probably not. It was chilled when I when I pulled it out of the fridge. Oh, but it's left out. You've left yeah, it an out. An hour all day. ago. It's here underneath the counter, actually, <laughs> underneath the uh the table where we do the show. So by the time we get to it, it'll be uh, room temp. But that's for you, that's even better because then you get to taste all the individual flavors of all the different vegetables that it's are inside go well. V8. And you are gonna get healthy because you're eating all your vegetables in one. Fell swoop, as they say. Can we just put in a pill? A pill or one would be much. swell foop. One swell foop. Yeah. One swell foopa. So that's coming up at the end of the show. Also, entertainment news, your phone calls. We got sex in the news today. Too. Really? Yeah. Okay. Fascinating story. So much to get to. Uh, before we do, however, I want to thank everybody who showed up Saturday for the virtual cocktail party. That was another blast. Yep. We had a great time. Good times. Uh, we're going to be doing one, not this weekend, but the next, and we've decided to uh, make it a, a game show. Yeah. We're going to do a live crowdcast 
virtual game show where everyone who shows up may be uh, pulled up on screen to compete for some fabulous cash and prizes. We're in- inspired by someone's question about uh, trivia night, who you have as a partner for trivia night right. during the cocktail party. And usually trivia nights are played in pubs and bars around yeah. this great nation of ours. At least it was when we could go to <laughs> Once upon a time. bars and pubs. So we thought we'd do a, a game for the next uh, live show, which is in uh, a little less than two weeks. So Looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Uh, what else we got going on? Oh, today is March 1st. As we mentioned, I want to remind you three-star generals and four-star generals. Today starts the new perks available to those subscription levels. Three-star generals, you will be getting an email today telling you how you can access the entire back catalog to Hollywood Babylon. Over 10 years of Hollywood Babylon episodes at your disposal if you're a three-star general. Of course, that was uh, previously provided to the four stars, and you'll you'll keep that perk as well, four stars. But now we're upping the ante for you a little bit. This Wednesday evening, we'll be having the very first live cast of our recording of a Ralph Report show. <laughs> Spectacular. We are recording <laughs> Thursday morning's episode on Wednesday evening, and we're going to turn the camera on, and you're going to see it warts and all as we Oof, put the show together. A lot of warts. A weekly live streaming recording of us actually making the show and putting it together that is the new bonus perk for all the four-star generals so uh, look for that later in the week we'll send out an email as well to give you all the details about that uh i've got some great news yeah happened over the weekend what i was able to order our baldos they are now for sale, oh, so the Baldos man. will be arriving soon. If you are new to the show and didn't hear us discussing oh. the Baldos, <laughs> the Baldos is a revolution in dildos and sex toys. It's the next step in our sexual evolution. Yes. Yes, yes, it it makes it possible for men to have ballgasms, which we didn't even know was a thing until the Baldo no came along. It is a dildo that you stuff your balls into, mm. and then you use that instrument to have sex with your partner and your balls get stimulated while you are uh, in the middle of ball intercourse still don't know how that's going to work the sensation is so amazing uh, mm-hmm. it causes you to have a ballgasm so say the makers of the baldo <laughs> all right we'll see so we'll be able to test those out yeah we will on each other sometime right? in the spring <laughs> they haven't given me a definite when the time ice yet. falls this is uh <laughs> i think we're entering into testacuzzi territory here this is beyond testacuzzi no just in terms of the delivery oh. remember we had to wait like a year for the testacuzzi <laughs> yeah i remember that so we'll be waiting a couple months i believe for the baldo That's but amazing. i'm sure it'll be worth it once we get here yeah and yes we will uh, try it out on each other. oh yeah <laughs> i want to go first no Come on. Because if, if you go first, and you might not let me go second. Be a sport. You might not let me go. You're this guy. <laughs> You're the guy with all the experience. We can figure Take out. Take it in the, in the rear, Admiral. We can go at the same time. I think we can do the same time. Same time. We'll figure, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> we can figure it out. <laughs> How is that even physically possible for, for both of us to if, stuff our balls into the other guy's ass? If, if we flip... Still, if you're on your no, back. We're 69ing at that point. Yeah, but if you're on your back and I'm doing like in the push-up stance and I'm ba- and I back up into you, then the holes match up. The hole matches up to the baldo, right? <laughs> Hold on. There's got to be some sort of way we can diagram. No, that's this. what I'm telling you. There isn't. There's got to be. It's physically impossible <sighs> because my balls are located right next to my ass. Right. But if you're flipped the other way, which it, way? Inside if it's out? ball ass and then the other one's ass ball. Yeah. Then they would connect. 
Correct. <laughs> so we, we need to back up to each other, but I think, facing the opposite direction. Right. Well, we don't want to look at each other in the eye anyway for this. Well, no, I wasn't I planning on it. Um, well, I'll draw something up. Yeah, we'll why don't you? Why I'll you, figure out a diagram. Don't you give me a little uh, visual well, aid? I'll, to work, see I'll do it. Instructions. How this is possible. You must think I'm some sort of yoga master <laughs> or something. You lay on your back and I'll do the rest. Oh, boy. That's what she said. Um, speaking of Eddie drawing something up, we've got a brand new dirtier, funnier Ziggy. <laughs> and when I say dirtier, I was, even I was a little shocked by this one. I'll be throwing it up on uh, the Patreon for you to take a look at if, if you're, if you have the stomach for want. it. I, I got involved the bird. You sure did. Parrot's involved in this one. So uh, if you're if you've been enjoying Eddie's dirtier, funnier Ziggies, we're we're getting into some weird territory, yeah. kids. So uh, there's nowhere to go but down. Yeah. So I was uh, I was a little freaked out. Quite frankly, sorry. sorry. No, it's all I right. I can't believe I freaked you out. Yeah, it's just of like, all the people uh, to freak it was, out. It was, it was it's just it's odd. <laughs> so that's today's show. I think you're really going to enjoy it. In fact, stock guarantee. Yeah, I'll give you that guarantee. So uh, since we talked about Ziggy, should we check in real quick to see if he's oh, funny yet? Sure. On Mondays, we like to look at the big Sunday Ziggy. That's the giant one. And you figure more Ziggy packs more comedy into it. Think. At least so up the odds. Let's find out and take a look at yesterday's Ziggy cartoon from the comics. All right, we got Ziggy here. He is in the, the waiting room at a doctor's office. I can tell that. Because on the wall of the waiting room, in big letters, it says waiting room, oh, so you know where he is. And then on the door over here, it says doctor, okay. so you know he's, it's a waiting room in the doctor's well, office. They established location very quickly. Yes. And on the wall next to the waiting room sign, there is a sign that says, take a number, mm -hmm. which uh, never happens in any waiting room no, I've ever seen. Mostly delis. Yeah, that was the only place I know where there's a take a number. Mostly delis. The deli counter at your local supermarket. <laughs> you usually have an appointment and they call your name. But I don't want to intrude on Tom Wilson's <laughs> comedy with logic. Let's keep moving forward. So there's everyone's in the waiting room. And to his credit, they're all masked up. Everyone is wearing a surgical mask, go. which I like a little social yeah. commentary there. And the uh, the nurse comes out the door and she says, um, she's, you know, everybody's got a number. So she's calling the next patient. Right. And she goes, patient zero. And our man Ziggy He's holding, he's holding the zero. Yeah, the, the number he drew was zero. But patient zero has a whole nother meaning, Eddie, right. as well. Oh, I, I get it. Yeah. That's also usually the person they designate as the, uh, the originator of a disease. Right. right. That's why so, he's getting all the looks. How embarrassing for him. So embarrassing. That he's holding the zero and she keeps <laughs> yelling, patient zero. <laughs> All I can say with certainty is mine is funnier than that. That is true. It, it'll haunt your nightmares. <laughs> but it is absolutely funnier than Ziggy. Because Ziggy, please never forget. Ziggy's terrible. Not a good way to start the week. No. With a Ziggy. Well, let's start with some sex in the news, shall we? Yes. Sex in the news. 
And speaking of doctor's offices, this comes from a medical story. Mm -hmm. This comes from the Dutch Journal of Medicine. It's an article entitled Step-by-Step Approach to Rectal Corpus Alienum. What's that? Rectal Corpus Alienum, Hmm. which is Latin for how to remove a foreign body stuck in a patient's rectum. Ah, okay. That's what our story is uh, all about today. We're going to need to do that when we're doing the baldo. Yes, we will. We'll have to go to the emergency room and say, we have a rectal corpus alienum. Could you you please summon a doctor? Uh, This particular case, as I mentioned, comes from the Dutch Dutch hospital. Mm -hmm. And a gentleman got to the hospital, was suffering from an abnormally rapid heartbeat, or tachycardia, as the doctors call it. 120 beats per minute. So Damn. he was uh, up there. He was seriously uh, tachy tachycardic, <laughs> tachycardiac, tachycardiac. Yeah, rapid breathing uh, breathing rate. Uh huh. 28 breaths per minute. Ooh. A physical exam revealed an abdominal abdominal guarding across his entire abdomen, meaning it was all swollen Ooh. and packed, and they suspected abdominal sepsis. Ooh. So the doctors gave him a CT scan, and what they saw, Eddie Pence. Yeah. Needed some splaining. Uh-oh. Yeah. The CT scan showed a perforation in the pelvic colon. Oh, that's not good. Not at all. A considerable amount of air and fluid in the abdominal... Abdominable... Abdominable? Mm. Uh, indomitable. Ab- ab- the no. indomitable abdominable. <laughs> no. Abdominal cavity. Abdominal cavity. <laughs> that's what I just said. Abdominable. <laughs> no. There's no bull at the end of it. That's ab- the mistake. Abdominal. That's what I, abdominal. That's what I should be I saying. I keep wanting to do the abdominal. Me too. Hmm. Uh, emergency yeah. laparotomy was necessary. Wow, a lot of words in this. A laparotomy is a surgical procedure where a large incision is made through the abdominal wall, mm-hmm. allowing access to the abdominal cavity. 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 This this person that wrote this is trying to sound smart. Well, it's full of medical it's, jargon. It no, comes from a medical to... journal. Mm. Okay, so they cut into his abdomen, abdomen because they need to clean it out because there's been some sort of perforation in his colon. Right. Something has per- split his colon Jabbed open. Jabbed a hole in there. Yes. Yeah. The 29-year-old man came to the emergency room with his male partner. Mm-hmm. And Uh-oh. apparently together during some sex play. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. He had... Oh, dear God. <laughs> Please don't. I don't... Can we just go? Can we move on? I don't need to know. Yeah, they don't. Oh, please don't. I don't want to know. <laughs> she had anally inserted. No, no. Please don't tell me. <laughs> I don't want to know. 15 hard-boiled eggs. Oh, fuck, dude. Into his colon under the influence of GHB earlier in the evening. Mm. GHB, famous for being a... Uh, a uh, date rape or a chemsex drug. This oh. is something really gets you relaxed and trippy. So Ooh. much so it thinks you think that uh, boiling and peeling fifteen eggs and then stuffing them up your ass seems like a good idea. I, I mean, because eggs come in a dozen, so you're, you're doing a lot of effort by cooking the dozen and then going and getting uh, three that more. That ain't enough. A dozen ain't enough. <laughs> insane they cooked them and then peeled them they had to take the shells well you don't want to put the shells up no, there no you don't you want it nice and soft yeah, and you uh, do. rubbery uh forcing 15 rect oh. uh, eggs up your rectum doctors say not a good idea oh because there was a large intestinal tear caused by the uh, impacting of egg after egg 
up into uh, his colon. He must have really been pushing on that 15th one just to get it yeah, really. to uncrown. How do you not tap out at 13, 14? <laughs> no, I, I, got, I think I got room got, for one more. We got one more. Keep, bite on this. We'll get it in. So there was extensive inflammation caused by feces leaking into the, the abdomen. Oh. Causing a sepsis. So the eggs were removed through the incision, and then the abdominal cavity was oh. rinsed and cleansed, and then uh, he had to spend some time in the hospital, but apparently he healed up okay. What a and, waste uh, of eggs. There was, <laughs> I think you're missing the point of the story. Fifteen wasted eggs. <laughs> Don't feel bad for the eggs. <laughs> so anyway, uh, got, you got to be careful what you Ooh. stick up there, and uh, I guess what we're saying is stop at a dozen, right? Yeah, I'd just, say a do- maybe a baker's dozen if you want. Just take a but- dozen eggs. <laughs> What are you trying to prove? Wait, don't be a hero, okay? Just take the dozen eggs. It's like up that your marshmallow ass. game. How many you can put in your mouth? Yeah, but eggs in your asshole. Yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> that's our safety tip today. For God's sakes, just keep it to a dozen eggs. You'd be sane. I mean, what you you know? Maybe bacon all, wrap them. We're all for shoving eggs up your ass. Don't get me wrong, but have some common sense, please. And that's sex in the news. Sex in the news. Oh, Lord. All right. Let's turn Mm. our attention to someone who would never stick eggs up their ass, the beloved members of the (laughs) Garmin. I don't know about that. There, they got more sense than that. We would uh, love to hear from you. You can do it in many ways. Write us an email, find us on social media, or do what a lot of folks choose to do. Leave a voicemail message on the Ralph Report hotline. It is available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Leave your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments. I listen to them all. All you got to do is dial up the phone number. It's pretty simple. one 833 Hi, Ralph. Yeah. And then we grab a couple, put them here in the show in a segment known as Garmy on the Line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmy's on the line. Ralph's going to play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. Hey, what's the craziest thing you ever stuck up your ass? Give us a call now. one 833 ralph We'd love to hear from you. Actually, I would love to hear from you. You're putting anything weird I, up your ass. That would be interesting to hear about. Let us know, won't you? Meanwhile, let's turn our attention to Chandler. He called in after last week. We mentioned something about our old pal, Mike Serber. Uh, hey, Ralph. Uh, this is Chandler. I was calling about last week. I heard that Mike Serber, uh, you could pay for him to make some music for you uh i was wondering if he would help you finish music like if i could pay him to help me finish something because i'm working on something to propose to my girlfriend i don't know if he could elaborate more about that on your show just to give us the heads up or what that whole deal is uh but i was just curious about that uh thank you bye Love you, mean it. Bye. Yes, Chandler. I did mention the fact that Mike Serber now has his own Patreon Mm -hmm. account. And like I was talking about the perks for our generals here on the show, he also has a perk. His highest tier is just $3 a month, by the way, if you want to hear new music and videos from Mike Serber, which is well worth the price. Oh, yeah. But if you stay for three months, uh, you can get a personalized song done by Serber for you. Mm. Now, so that's 15 bucks. I bet you if you gave uh, Mike 15 bucks or maybe, you know, if you were kind enough to give him 20, 25 bucks or something, he'd be willing to help you nail down that song to propose to your lady. 
So reach out. Just go to patreon.com. You're familiar with it because you're listening to this show. And then uh, put Mike Serber into the search bar, and you can find his account and figure out how to do that. All right, this call came in from time to time. You know, we'd like to tell you the origin of certain words and phrases. Good afternoon, Ralph. Yoho, Eddie. Hey, uh, I got to where did it come from? So I'm watching a, an old episode of The Brady Bunch. Um, Ralph, you're quite familiar with that one? Yes. 1971, when they go to the Grand Canyon. Oh, good one. Uh, they meet the chief, blah, 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 at the bottom, all that good stuff. Uh, groovy. Mm. That's the word. They're all going to have a groovy time. Yeah. Where'd that come from? It's kind of an odd word. Just rolls off the tongue, kind of groovy. Yeah. Kind of weird. How stoned anyway, are you? Where'd it come from? Thanks, bye. Groovy. Why do we say groovy? Dude, that is groovy. No idea. Let's find out. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? I'll fucking build up. Groovy, of course. Used major the majority of the time it was used in the sixties and seventies. Yeah. Sort of fallen out of favor these days. Yeah. Not a lot of groovy being thrown around by people. Austin Powers brought it back a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. he was a guy of the sixties, right? right? But, so that's why it came from. And that's when it became very fashionable to use groovy as a term meaning excellent or great or very fashionable. That's a groovy hairstyle you mm -hmm. got going on there, Eddie Pence. Hey, it's a groovy shirt you're wearing. <laughs> Thanks. I'm gonna bring groovy back. I Please think. do. I like groovy. Anyway, though it became popular in the 60s, that was sort of a reincarnation of the word groovy. Originally, it was being thrown around the 1930s. Oh, really? But by a very specific subset of people, jazz musicians started using the phrase groovy oh, in the yeah. 1930s. Okay. Uh, they used it as a musical term, meaning that the players of a jazz group were completely in sync with each other, even though they were being experimental and even though perhaps they were playing impromptu and they weren't reading music, they were all together just on the same page. They were in the groove. Yes, the music sounded tight and they were in the groove. But where would, did the groove come from? Why would they say they were in the groove? Uh, like, 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 you know, gears in a motor, like there are grooves in a motor. Actually, it was a reference to the groove on a record. Oh, okay. You would drop a needle into that groove, right. the spiral of the record, and it would sound as if it was pre-recorded music. That's how tight they right. sounded because okay. it sounded like they were in the groove that the needle had dropped in the groove of a record. So if you were in the groove, they started referring to it as the sound being groovy. And then it kind of went away in the 1930s and in the 60s, uh, the hippies and stuff used to pick up on it. And that's what made it popular. So does it today. originate as a, basically an African-American slang term? Though? Very much so. Because yeah. it was a jazz? Specifically jazz, jazz musicians and specifically in reference to recorded music on a record when huh. you would drop a needle into the groove of a record. So it all goes back to that. And that's where it came from. Where did it come from? Where did it go? Where did it come from? We want to know. Where did it come from? Say it ain't so. Where did it come from? It's a groovy question right there, my man. <laughs> I'm bringing groovy back. That is so useful. Speaking of bringing things back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're bringing it back. We're bringing it back. Oh, Please bring back that. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need to bring it back. Yeah, we, no, do. we don't. It's good. I think it would be groovy if we brought Was Up back. <laughs> Was Up. No. Was Up. Was Up. Was Up. 
lot of people on board. Oh, are they? Just saying, Eddie. Who? That one guy that called A lot of in? people are doing it. You know what that means? A lot of people are doing oh, okay. it. Okay. Bojack heard something on Friday's show he thinks warrants revisiting. Hey, Ralph, you old Edwin Bojack from BC calling. Can't be the only one or the first one to mention this, but we got to hear John Getty's thoughts on trying to pronounce that Welsh town with a super long name. Yeah. And then maybe his uh, ranting comments thereafter. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Thank you, guys. Love you. Bye. Bojack, you were not the first, nor were you the only person to suggest maybe a little Eddie's drunk thoughts regarding that <laughs> small village in Wales. I can't see that close up. Something a foot from your face. It's gross. Eddie's drunk thoughts. I'm fine. Yeah, my teeth are working. <laughs> I printed it out for you. It's there in the uh, in the first first part and all you have to do is uh, pronounce that name. good lord that this name. is insanity no it's the name of a lovely little village it's, in wales are there's probably more letters in the name than there are people in the village no there's about three thousand people mm. in the village right. and i'm sure they would like a shout out so we were gonna we're gonna shout out the name of the town <laughs> eddie pence is gonna do the honors the rear admiral will right. now present to you the name of that small town in northern wales Lawn Fair Poigangling Grogery Shawern Anti Slogo Go Go Gok. See? Simple. There you go. <laughs> Wow, wow, that's amazing. It's good stuff. <laughs> and you know, we like to kick the show off with some upbeat music to help you make your way through the day. We call them our happy hits. Here's Toby in the UK. Hi, Ralph. Yo-ho, Eddie. And Big Steve. Steve the boy. The crew. <laughs> Sorry, uh, what Don's getting to me a bit here. It's um, Toby from the UK. Uh, I'm calling up just to let you know I have a request for a happy hit. So basically every morning when I see the Patreon notification of your wonderful podcast pop up on my phone, I always have a little bit of a dilemma. I think, should I listen to it now on the way to work or should I wait until lunchtime and enjoy it with my uh, my din-dins? <laughs> but I have to say nine times out of ten, I have to surrender and whack it straight on. So in light of this, could I hear the song Surrender by Cheap Trick? I love you. I mean it. Mark. <laughs>
great Bun E. Carlos on drums there. Great. He was always one of my favorites. Oh, yeah? Because he looked like an accountant. <laughs> he had those little glasses and a mustache. <laughs> he was a cigarette dangling out of his mouth with a tie and just sitting behind the drums. Mm. A great cheap trick. Thank you so much, Toby, for that suggestion. That was excellent. And thanks to everybody who called in, by the way. You, too, can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment. But in order for that to happen, you must call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash The Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time for us to look in the rearview mirror and find out what happened on this day, March 1st in history. Speaking of the great Mike Serber, here he is to take us in. Ralph's about to solve another mystery. Like is today the day some dude invented Listerine? Or maybe a tyrant king married his sister queen? Who knows, every day seems to be an anniversary. The Garmy's rubbing Ralph's lamp, so grant our wishes, please. And tell us what went down this day in history. Yes, he's so good. I know. March 1st. This day in history in the year 743, Christians announced that they would no longer export slaves to heathen areas. Oh. You don't want to spoil the heathens no. with your slaves. Well, you don't want to ruin good slaves with heathens. Exactly. You want to be very <laughs> Christ-like and right. make sure that people were sold into a Good servitude. God-fearing people. That's yeah. right. Yeah, with exactly. God on their side. 1565, the Portuguese soldier Estacio de Sá founded the city of Rio de Janeiro. What? What was that I noise I like the for? song. Are you getting ready to play the song? I don't know. I don't know which song you're thinking when of. I, when my baby goes to Rio. When my baby, when my baby smiles at me, I go to Rio de Janeiro. I thought for sure you thought I was going to play Rio by Duran Duran. No! That's a different Rio. I know. It's the Rio Grande. Right. This that's, is a Rio de Janeiro. That's Rio when de, my baby smiles at me. De Genero. That's right. <laughs> uh 1642 uh georgiana in maine became the first incorporated american city huh how about that? that's the first city yeah wow it's now called york maine huh. but uh first incorporated city in america how about that 1692 sarah good sarah osborne and tituba tituba she went by one name Tituba. Tituba. That's, the, that's the name she chose to go by. Tituba. Tituba. She was arrested along with the two Sarahs for witchcraft in Salem, Massachusetts, Ooh. beginning of the Salem witch trials. So WandaVision-like. Oh, WandaVision. Did you see WandaVision on Friday? That, it's, it's the best thing Marvel's done, is that series. Oh, my God. And that Marvel's done some great things, but that's the best series. That's the best thing they've done. That line from the Vision, spoilers, not really a spoiler, no, but he's talking to Wanda, and she is deep in grief over the loss of her brother, and he says these words, but what is grief if not love persevering? So, I mean, it just, it, it, it punches you in the stomach. Rip my heart out. Scott, it's such a good series. I tweeted so about that, and that tweet 
in reference to that line on that show. Yeah. Got me 45,000 likes. Really? It's the most liked <laughs> tweet I've ever put out in the world. Okay. Just to show you how on the same page everybody is with that show. That line, everyone can relate to that line in some way. Yeah. Everybody's amazing. dealt with some loss in their lives, but very cool. Yeah, so, and you're right. At the beginning of Friday's show, we saw uh, Agatha at the uh, yeah, Salem sort, of a, sort of a witch yeah, trial a little bit. going on. 1780, Pennsylvania became the first state to abolish slavery. Boom. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. No more slavery, thanks to us. Really? This particular, this this particular abolition, abolition, however, was just for newborns. Okay, so you couldn't have any new slaves, right? But you it's keep a the step old ones. in the right direction. Keep the old ones. Well, they got used to a way of life. You don't want to upset people's way of life. <laughs> it's like when we get the electric cars, we're going to stop making the gas ones. But we're not going to no more new gas cars. But you can keep the old. You don't want to. You don't want people to go into shock. Right, right. <laughs> Don't free all the. I mean, slaves. taking their humans away from them. Oh. Their human labor. Oh, there's no way they'd be able to recover from that. 1845, U.S. President John Tyler signed a resolution annexing the Republic of Texas. Oh, maybe that's why they're so chap-ass down there. Yeah. We kind of kind of just stole them. They get chap-ass quite easily. 1847, Michigan became the first English-speaking jurisdiction to abolish the death penalty. Hmm. I had no idea. Didn't know that either. 1854, the SS city of Glasgow left Liverpool Harbor with approximately 480 passengers and crew. Never to be seen or heard from again. Oh, did it go in the uh, Bermuda Triangle? No, I think it just sank. Oh. Or but aliens. Why? Or aliens, right, Eddie? Aliens could have done it. Uh, the, the Kraken could have done it. Sure. You don't know. You don't. 1854, German psychologist Friedrich Edvard Benecke disappeared. Hmm. Two years later, his remains were found in a canal near Charlottenburg. Creepy. He ran with the wrong patient, I'm guessing. <laughs> Spooky. 1867, Howard University, Washington, D.C., was charted for the first time. Also on this day in 1867, Nebraska became the 37th U.S. state. Oh. 1869, U.S. postage stamps showing scenes were issued for the first time. Up oh. to that point, they just had uh, numbers or, or someone's face on it, but oh. this had uh, pictorials showing a horse and rider. A locomotive, a shield, an eagle, a ship. Wow. People are probably blown away. There's art on these stamps. <laughs> They're so cool. Oh, my God. Let's the collect picture. them. 1872, <laughs> Yellowstone became the world's first national park. Did you know that? I actually didn't do that one. Hmm. I did. Yeah. Hmm. I've been to Yellowstone. It's cool. I've never been. Really? Never seen Old Faithful? Never. Oh, come on. It's too, it's, it's too outdoors for me. Too outdoors? Do they have an indoors version? What? I, you can take an umbrella. Hmm. Seems like a lot. They have an indoor version of a geyser. Seems like a that seems like a lot of outdoors. And the hot the hot springs. Yeah, sounds very Dude. dusty and hot to wow. me. Wow, it's very uncomfortable. Is it air conditioned? No, well, your car is that you're driving there mm, in can be air conditioned. Until yeah. so they make some improvements, I'm not wow. going to Yellowstone National. Well, there's Park. a super volcano under there. It's going to kill us all, anyways. There you go. See, I think maybe I have the right <laughs> attitude. Then maybe I'm not going to go where the super volcano is. Well, it's still going to hit us here, so we're still screwed. You don't know that. Mm. Could be safe here. 1875, the U.S. Congress passed the Civil Rights Act in seven, in 1875. Wow, so progressive. It was invalidated by the Supreme <laughs> Court in 1883, but still, it was a, it was in the right direction. Well, he ruled equal rights was wrong. That's great. 1890, the very first U.S. edition of the first Sherlock Holmes book was published. Arthur Conan Doyle's book about the famous British detective, of course, Sherlock Holmes, the very first Sherlock Holmes story, Eddie Pence, famously named? Uh, the Cat's Meow. Mm, no. No? No, A Study in Scarlet. Mm. Yeah. 
It's too bad. 1910. 118 people died when three passenger trains were buried at Stevens Pass, Ooh, Washington. That's terrible. By the Cascade Range, the worst snow slide in U.S. history. Ooh. In 1912, a U.S. Army captain named Albert Berry performed the first parachute jump from an airplane. Wow. The balls on that guy. Huge nuts. Also in 1912, Isabella Goodwin was appointed the very first woman detective on a police force hmm. in New York City. That had to be rough. Where's her movie? That had to be rough. I'd love to see a turn-of-the-century movie about the first female detective Especially in New York. in New York? Yes. That had to be so rough. She probably sounded like Bridget from Long Island. Oh, my God. She would have to. You fucking guys with all your fucking things. You're looking at my tits, and I'm just being a detective fucking over here, you fucking guys. Uh. <laughs> 1927, the Bank of Italy became an American national bank, later to, of course, be known as the Bank of America. Yeah, Isn't it yeah. funny the Bank of America started off as the Bank of Italy? It is funny, but they did have to change the name. Yes. Amadeo <laughs> Giannini was the banker at the time. Hey, how you go? Give me your money. I'm going to make it grow so big. You won't even recognize it. Say, oh, look at my money. This is so big now. I'm going to pinch his cheek. <laughs> he said famously. 1932, the Lindbergh kidnapping, one of the most famous crimes in the world, yeah. happened on this day. 20-month-old son of Charles and Ann mm. Lindbergh kidnapped from their home in New Jersey. Awful. Sadly found uh, dead in May. Primo Carnera, the Italian boxer, beat an American challenger by unanimous points in a decision in Madison Square Garden, giving him both the NYSAC and the NBA heavyweight titles. Do you ever see Primo Carnera? Do you ever see a photo of him? No. 6'6", 275. Oh, one of the biggest human beings you'll ever lay your Especially eyes on. Especially back then. He was, he was phenomenal. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in more wins by knockouts than any other boxer Damn. in history. He was known as the Vast Venetian. Oof. That was his nickname. That's a terrible nickname. The Ambling Alp. That's a worse nickname. <laughs> I thought that was cool, the Ambling Alp. The Ambling Alp? He's a mountain. And he just ambles? He's a mountain that's of a just, man. That's... You don't know. Ambling Alp. 1936, the Hoover Dam was fully completed on yeah, this day. Okay. 1937, the very first automobile license plates were issued in the state of Connecticut. What did they do before then? No license plates? No, there weren't that many that many cars. Yeah, they didn't need it. I guess. Just numbered them. You're seven. Just <laughs> remember have, that number. Your, number, your car, car number seven. 12. Uh, 1938, the Federal Trade Commission had to step in and order eight manufacturers and the PGA of America to stop their practice of golf ball price fixing. What? Of all things to fix the price on. Wow. It was, a, it was a monopoly, and they got together and they fixed the price of golf balls. Okay. I guess they figured only rich people were playing golf, so they yeah. could gouge them for Jack them up. 1941, one of the great American superheroes were born on, was born on this day. When Captain America throws his mighty shield, all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield. Joe Simon and Jack Kirby got together and created Captain America. Mm. The first issue of Captain America, Captain America number one, released on this day in 1941. Um, did you ever see the movie The Death of Stalin? No. Very funny British film. I've not seen that. It, uh, it's all about this event that took place on 1953. After an all-night movie and dinner session with his top advisors, Joseph Stalin suffered a stroke and collapsed, died four days later. It's a great film. Get a mm. chance to check it out if you can. 1957, Kokomo the Chimp 
became one of the co-hosts on the Today Show on NBC. <laughs> ah, the days of young, young television. Right. The Kresge Corporation opened its first Kmart store on this day in 1962 in Garden City, Michigan. I used to love Kmarts. They, yeah. They had a great toy section. They did have a good toy section. Uh, they to, really I, did. I used to beg my mother to take me to Kmart. There was a Kmart. Kmart next to the Toys R Us where I grew up. And so we'd hit Toys R Us. And if they didn't have Ooh, it there, we'd run, over, we'd run over to Kmart to look. 1968, NBC made an unprecedented on-air announcement when they announced live to the fans of Star Trek that the show would return after they had announced it had been canceled. Mm. Came back for one more season. Wow. Yeah. 1968, also on this day, the Philadelphia Spectrum, the roof of that building, had uh, high winds blow the roof off of it. That's some <laughs> construction right there. Philly. Flyers had to pay their play their <laughs> final month of NHL season on the road. <laughs> Couldn't play any more home games. Well, that's too bad. Shut up. <laughs> they won again yesterday. Guess who's in first place? Well, we had to take Thank some time off much. because of the COVID. Thank you very we, much. We've got like four games in hand. Why don't you just relax? We're at 28 points. You got 25. Yeah, with four games That's in hand. That's fine. We had to, We're good. We had to reschedule lose all four, four games. You're going to lose the four. 1969, after 88 weeks on the charts, this Beatle album finally dropped off of the charts. Speaking of music, on this day in 1969, Jim Morrison allegedly exposed himself on stage at the Dinner Key Auditorium in Miami, Florida, and mm. got arrested for it. Indecent exposure. Accidentally? They they can't find any proof that he actually did it or whether the the cops were just want to get these damn hippies and uh, arrested. He that, might have grabbed his junk in right. his pants or something, but the story's kind of convoluted. That sounds slow. Suspect. 1970, speaking of music, Charles Manson's album, Lie, was finally released. Ooh. He was in prison at the time, but okay. he had recorded it uh, about a year or so, two years earlier, and it was finally released by his friend. Here's a little bit of his music. Did you ever hear Manson's music? I don't think I have. It is not what you would expect to hear from Charles Manson. Okay. This is the album, Lie. The song's name is Look At Your Game, Girl. Look at your game, girl. Really? Sounds like a folk singer. It, is he like Hitler? He failed at what he really wanted to do and then just became a raving lunatic? You know, I often think about that because he desperately wanted to be in the music business. He befriended the Beach Boys. He right. recorded that album in the Beach Boys studio. Wow. And it never panned out. And I think, I mean, so, obviously he was uh, sick right. in the head, but I yes. think it's, it twisted him up that he couldn't make it. Wow. Crazy, right? Um, Axl Rose, by the way, Guns N' Roses actually did a cover of that song. Did they? Yeah, it's on the... Um, Spaghetti Incident album. Okay. You can find that. 1973, Pink Floyd released their album, Dark Side of the Moon. It has since sold over 45 million copies. One of the most successful albums in history. On this day in 1975, Australia finally began transmitting television in color. In what year? 1975. <laughs> oh, my God. Crikey. <laughs> no. This means Fuck. we've got to watch Skippy the Bush Kangaroo in black and white. 
Wait, now you went to you went to like some sort of cockney at the end. No, there. I didn't. No, fuck <laughs> mine. Black and white. Black and white television. Skippy the bush kangaroo. Crikey. <laughs> it's like Michael Caine trying to do Australian. You don't know, man. I know. Can you believe 1975? That's nuts. It is crazy. 1977 on this day, Bank of America adopted a new name for their credit cards using the name Visa. Oh, not Bank of Italy? No. Visa. 1978, Charlie Chaplin's coffin and remains were stolen from a Swiss cemetery. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, where were you, Eddie Pence? That's what I would like to know. I was four years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Do you have any proof of where you were on this day in 1978? I may have a femur. Yeah, you may I have. may. Starbucks opened its first Canadian store on this day in Vancouver in 1987. Pontiac announced the end of their Fiero automobile on this day in 1988. It was a great-looking car, but it did unfortunately tend to burst into flames <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> I'm not a good kidding. name for it, though. The Fiero. Fiero. Yeah. Uh, let's see. In 1989, Jack Dietz set a new record for watermelon seed spitting. Eddie what? Pence. Yes, you heard me. Brand new record. The furthest anyone had ever spit a watermelon seed. Bonus hmm. points if you can guess how many feet within five he spit a watermelon seed. Oh, wow. Uh, 35 feet. 66 feet, 11 inches. How in the fuck? Almost 67 feet. What? Yes, you heard me. By him, just out of his mouth. No, Eddie, he spit just it out a, of his ear, oddly well, like enough. The, like that. He just bared down and just blew it right fuck? out of his ear. He can, that man can make, spit. That, no. Yes. He caught some wind. Oh he caught Why a breeze. can't you just believe he the achievements of others? Why do you have to try to poop on everyone's I'm not pooping. That just seems a bit sus- suspect. 2016, Forbes listed Bill Gates as the richest man in America with $75 billion. Damn. Although they announced that, oddly enough, the world's billionaire number shrank to only 1,810. Oh, really? There were less billionaires than ever that year. Huh. Hmm. Shouldn't be any billionaires. Poor billionaires. And hard to believe, a year ago on this day, 2020, the very first COVID-19 case was identified in New York. Oh, shit. That was a year Only ago. a year ago. Wow. It seems like a decade ago. Jesus. All right. Now you know what we do. We find a food related to a day in history. We run it past Eddie Pants to see if it's something he'd be willing to eat or perhaps stick up his ass. <laughs> Maybe it's a hard-boiled egg. We don't know. And then pull out of his ass. <laughs> See, it was it was 15 hard-boiled <laughs> eggs. We talk about the food, then we pull the handle of the patented Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. If we get a jackpot, that means, yeah, Eddie would eat it. However, if those reels are mismatched, <laughs> that means mm. it's a no-go. Let's find out about today's day in history. In 1784, Edward Kidder, a London pie maker, opened the first formal cooking school in Great Britain, in London. Hmm. How about that? How about that? No one had ever opened a cooking school before this I think guy. they would have. Now, as I mentioned, he was a pie maker. Okay. So as you can imagine, many of his recipes he taught his students were pies. Yeah. His especially being lamb pie, Eddie Pence. Okay. Lamb okay. meat inside, right. inside a pie. But we're not no, going to talk about that All right. because we know how you feel. It's not a fucking pie. Let's turn to one of his other famous creations. Okay. Another very popular meal that Edward Kidder taught his students how to make at the very first cooking school in london mm-hmm. in 18 1784 uh, mind you okay uh fish custard eddie pence fish custard okay so it's like fish mashed up into a pudding kind of like that yeah here are the ingredients uh, ground almonds 
Then one to one and a half tablespoons of fish roe or fish eggs, caviar, if you will. Then some dates cut up, seeded, and roughly chopped. You add a couple eggs and one whole egg yolk, some whole milk, some sugar, a little rose water, a couple pinches of salt. Rose water. And then you mix the whole thing together. You spread it out thinly in a casserole dish. You bake it in an oven at 350 degrees for about 20 minutes. And then you remove it and cut it into squares. And you've got fish custard, Eddie Pants. You get the delicious tastes of fish and sugar and eggs and rose water and almonds. All the good stuff for you in, in fish custard. Custard. Mm. That's right. Let's pull the handle and see if Eddie would eat it. Let's find out. Here we go. One fish custard, two fish custard. That sounds like a dare. That sounds inedible. That sounds fucking awful. We've already been down the rose water. Yeah, you put rose water near anything. But you're adding sugar with (laughs) eggs and fish eggs (laughs) and (laughs) almonds and milk. Milk and fish eggs. (laughs) (laughs) Milk and fish eggs. I'm just saying, milk and caviar should never. Should, milk and fish in general should stay far apart. Should never, never the twain shall meet. Oh, fuck, dude. Yeah. Fish meat and cow piss should never touch. Wait a minute. What? You're saying milk is I cow call, piss? I call it cow piss. Well, it's not. I know, I know that. it's not. Well, then why do you I call it that? I just say it's cow piss. Why do you say because that? You're, you're, it looks like it's coming from that area. Uh, it. <laughs> So if milk comes out of a woman's boobs, is that is that no? Because that, it's up is that, up top. Is that girl piss? No, if it came out of like down below, down there, I'd be like okay, that looks like peas coming out. That's the cow's chest, basically, because they're on all fours. No, it's not up by their chest. It's not up. By, it's under the bottom two legs, not the front two legs. It's down in there, the abdominal no, it's, area. It's back by the back two legs. It kind of looks in the area where you'd have a, a wiener. Oh my god, cow piss. <sighs> I think you can't get any worse. It's just... <laughs> Eddie's terrible. I agreed with you on the food, and then you had to take it a step too far. And that's today's This Day in History. I pity the fool who ain't been schooled by Ralph recently. He's dropping college-level knowledge with such accuracy. It got my head spinning faster than a drunk Eddie. And I'm rocking the back and track with a rap like a bad celebrity. I hope Cooperman loves my beats, because that rhymes with LMB. And that's a wrap for the Ralph Report today in history. 15 cents a day, y'all. All righty, let's take a look at the entertainment news in a segment I call the show Biz Beat. Hard to believe, but we're still tracking the box office numbers over the weekend, Hmm. even in this pandemic time. And congratulations to Tom and Jerry, the new Tom and Jerry movie, opened with the second highest pandemic opening weekend. Really? Of the past year, yeah. It uh, second only to Wonder Woman, but it made $13.7 million. Wow. (laughs) That's probably what it would have made normally. It looks god It looks really bad. It doesn't even look like a fun movie to take your kid to. But I guess the people who are desperate to get out of the house, you know? I don't know if it's worth risking it for that. Uh, theaters in New York City are set to reopen with 25% audience attendance next weekend. So I guess they're hoping they'll get more people out there to see it. And it uh, looks like Los Angeles is going to do the same thing sometime in this month. Really? Yeah, that's okay. what they're saying. Well, kids are going back to school a little bit, I guess. Yeah, we'll wait and see. Uh, over the weekend, it was great news that Lady Gaga's French Bulldogs were found, the two that had been dog-napped by mm-hmm. the uh, dog walker. They were found tied to a pole, mm. abandoned. Ugh, really? 
Yes. Jesus. Which makes law enforcement think that Lady Gaga's dogs were not targeted because they were Lady Gaga's. There was no ransom demand. There was nothing. And she was yeah. offering a half a million dollars for right. their return. Question, no questions asked. I get the sense the dog nappers didn't know what they were doing. They yeah. thought they were just stealing a couple dogs. And then the heat was on. Yeah. And they were like, let's get, let's just tie these dogs off and get the hell out of there. I hope they get caught. I mean, the dude got fucking shot in the chest. Yeah. Right? He's, he's, uh, they think he's going to make a full recovery, which is good Still. news. But it looks like that these guys just saw that he had two French Bulldogs, which are high in value, yeah. and he went to a liquor store while he was walking the dogs along Sunset Boulevard near Fairfax. Mm -hmm. And they believe, because it was so well lit and he had stopped there, that someone with ill intent spotted him there and then followed him along the walk for another four-tenths of a mile until he got to a residential area, and that's when they pulled over that's and scary, down. Man. But it was terrifying. But the good news is the dogs are safe. The dog walker looks like he's going to be fine eventually. And uh, I want those dudes brought to justice, though. That's what I want. Well, yeah, of course you do. Fuck. But the story could have had a much it grimmer true. ending yes. on, on every, every possible level. Speaking of COVID, a lot of people mocking Chris Hemsworth. He put a photo up on his social media. He was at a party, maskless, everyone flipping out, saying how awful he is. <laughs> These people, by the way, are all Americans. What they don't recognize that the picture of Chris was him at a party in Australia yep. where there is almost no COVID right. cases any longer. And yep. so he no longer has to wear a mask at parties. <laughs> Apparently, Americans believe that everyone in the world is, at bad, is, at, is as bad at handling this as we right. are. So they were giving him shit. And uh, a lot of people had to point out to these critics, these, these uh, cancel culture yeah. nerds, that it, it was okay. He was yeah. in Australia. Australia took care of their shit a little bit better than we did. No need. Speaking of cancel culture, Dr. Seuss has been canceled by the Virginia school system. What? I don't know if you know this or not, no. Eddie Pence, but uh, every year on Dr. Seuss's birthday, which yeah. I believe is March 3rd. I don't know. I used to get up, I used to get yeah, dressed up as the cat in the yeah, hat, and right. it's, it's called Read Across America Day. And it is created because it falls on his birthday. Well, right. in Virginia, they don't like his attitude. Why? And so they are canceling his books from the Read Across America event. No longer will he be paid tribute to. Why are they canceling? Because his books, Eddie, according to the Virginia school system, mm -hmm. have strong racial undertones. What? You heard me. Okay. His books feature animal or non-human characters that transmit orientalist, anti-black, and white supremacist messaging through their allegories and symbolism. Hmm. Right? Yeah. So racist. Green eggs and ham, right? Right. Super you racist. You don't want to eat anything that right. has a color to it. No. Raced. Right. The cat in the hat. Uh-huh. Hitler mustache. Right. Racist. I don't understand this at all. I don't get it either. Now, there are some stories that perhaps Theodore Geisel himself had some racist overtones in his life back in, in the day. If we go through but over... he's dead. Yeah, if you go through every writer and artist in history, yeah... A lot of that stuff's going to pop up. If he because... was writing books today, I would say, okay, I might be able to understand why you want to shy away from this guy. But he is personally responsible for millions and millions of children learning, to learning read. how to read. Mm -hmm. How can you disassociate him from a, an event that is specifically aimed at kids learning how to read? That's a severe overcorrection. I'm just glad there are no other problems in the world that we can focus on making Dr. Seuss right. look bad. For fuck's sake. Uh, speaking of racial overtones, 
The yeah. Bachelor now has a new host for the finale. Mm. Chris Harrison had to step aside oh, because right. he was racially insensitive. Emmanuel Acho is going to be... Emmanuel Acho? Yes. Okay. Is that how you pronounce his name? I don't know. He was a um, he was a linebacker. Acho? Yes. For who? He played for the Browns, I mm -hmm. think. He was drafted by the Browns. Yeah. And then he also played for maybe the best team in all of the NFL. The Washington football team? No, he played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Well. <laughs> okay. Anyway, he'll be... He'll be hosting the After the Final Rose special along with Bachelor Matt James, and he is a uh, he's a Nigerian gentleman. He's a black man, so he uh, absolutely fits what ABC needs now to try <laughs> right. to <laughs> try to revive the reputation of Again. their uh, of their Bachelor program, especially since it's the first black Bachelor as well. So All right, they got one. Let's take a look at today's celebrity birthdays. All these stars born on March 1st. You know, we skipped over this, but you see they're going to reboot Superman again. I heard they were talking about J.J. Abrams, right? Yes. Yeah. With a black author. Okay. And they're speculating perhaps they may have a black Michael Superman. B. Jordan? Yeah. Wouldn't that be something? That'd be something. I'd be I, interested to see it. There would be people losing their fucking mind. It's a fictional character. People need to calm the fuck down. I agree. I'm it's, not saying I have a problem with it. I don't care one way or the other. If it's Michael B. Jordan especially, then bring it on. Yeah. He's awesome. Right. But can you imagine? Oh, it'd be fucking, oh, it'd be awful. Yeah. The, the fucking ignorance. I almost wanted up. to go that way. Oh, I do. <laughs> to watch people's heads explode. I do. Interesting. All right. Uh, today's celebrity birthday is all these stars born on March 1st. Kesha is 34 years old today. Pop star Kesha. Don't stop Was TikTok and before TikTok was even TikTok. Well, that's true. <laughs> I always loved her. She had that really dirty, slutty look, like you had a shot. She was like one of those few pop stars where you fed, <laughs> she if you made you think. If you like, met her at, you know, it could happen. The powerhouse <laughs> on on Highland or one of those like dive bars <laughs> the in powerhouse. Hollywood. Isn't it called the powerhouse? Yes, it yeah. is. It's still there. One of those dive bars in Hollywood that if she was drunk enough, <laughs> you, you, you could shot. You, you got a shot. <laughs> the powerhouse. Uh, Robert Clary. From Hogan's Heroes, Bay Le Beau. Oh, oh Colonel, Colonel Hogan. <laughs> He's 95 years old wow. today. Dirk Benedict from the A-Team, Face. Yeah. Also Starbuck. Yeah, Starbuck, that's right. Uh, 76 years old. Singer, actor Harry Belafonte is 94 years old today. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. Daylight come and me wanna go home. Come, Mr. Tallyman, tally me banana. Daylight come and me wanna go home. Day. Bless a day. Javier Bardem. Oh, friendo. How's it going, friendo? He is 53 years old today. Jack Davenport from Pirates of the Caribbean. Or Caribbean, depending on how you say it. He is 48 years old today. He was also in a great British sitcom that I love called Coupling. If you ever get oh, a chance, check that out. Isn't that what out. they turned into Friends? No, or they, they make... there was an American version of coupling that was awful. Right. But uh, I don't think uh, coupling was friends. Was it? Yeah, because okay. that was all about people who actually were couples. But oh. they were together. It was similar, though. Young people oh, yeah. in their lives and shit. Um, um, let me see. Uh, Mike Dabo from Manford Man is 77. There she was, just walking down the street singing. Ron Howard. Director extraordinaire, of course, actor from Happy Days and The Andy Griffith Show is 67. Catherine Bach 
from the Dukes of Hazard is 66. Singer Roger Daltrey of The Who is 77. Since I was a young boy, I've played the silver ball. From Soho down to Brighton, I must have played them all. But I ain't seen nothing like him in any amusement hall. That death of a flying kid sure plays a mean pinball. 77. Mm. So much for, I, get, I hope I die before I get old, I guess. That, that wasn't a, a truth when he was singing that lyric. Tim Daly, 65. Mark Paul Gosler, my buddy, is 47 years old. Singer, musician, John Carroll of the Starland Vocal Band, 64. Sky rockets in flight. Actor Jensen Ackles from Supernatural's 43. Lupita Nyong'o from Black Panther is 38. And singer Justin Bieber celebrates his 27th birthday today. Unfortunately, he has another birthday. <laughs> baby, 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 oh, like baby, 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 oh, like baby, 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 oh, thought you'd always be Sad. His birthday cake was dynamite. <laughs> Who could have seen that coming? That's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And because it's Monday, it's time for Munchin' Monday or Sippin' Monday, I guess you could call it today. Slurpin' Monday. Should be disqualified. It should not at should all. Be. This is a chance for you to get your daily recommended allowance of vitamins and other good nutrients. I take Eddie supplements. Pence. I'm fine. With V8 vegetable juice. This was developed by Frank Constable of Chicago, Illinois, Eddie Pence. Yeah. He worked for a company called the New England Products Company, and they all manufactured individual vegetable juices uh -huh. under the name Vegemin. In the 1930s, he combined them all took eight of them and made Vegemin 8. Mm. And then it was launched in 1947 as the V8 Vegetable Cocktail Juice. And it's been around ever since, Eddie Pence. Ugh. You know why? Because it's, it's delicious and it's good for you. Mm. The Campbell Soup Company makes it these days. Yeah. And V8 is mostly used for, um, not mostly. People drink it, obviously, to get the nutrition mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But a lot of people make cocktails with it. Yeah, Bloody Marys. Yeah, right. the Bloody Eight or the Eight Balls, the yes. other one. We used it when I bartended on that See, Tuesday. there you go, Eddie. Tuesday morning lunch shift. Makes for a great Bloody Mary instead of tomato juice. And you can also use it for drinks that use uh, Clamato juice as oh, well, which is tomato God. and yeah. clam juice. Oh. Like the uh, Michelada and uh, a couple other drinks. The uh, Bloody Caesar Gross. uses the Clamato juice. Awful. But this is the V8 vegetable cocktail. I know you're asking yourself, what vegetables are in the V8 vegetable juice? Yeah. Well, Eddie Pence, the mm -hmm. main juice, of course, is tomato. Yeah, obviously. But carrots, celery, beets, oh. parsley, oh. lettuce, watercress, and spinach juice are blended in a very special recipe. No one knows what proportion to what is, but <laughs> it creates the very special, unique flavor of V8 100% vegetable juices. Why do they have to keep it a secret? Because it's so proprietary. Let's just fucking blend up a bunch of bullshit in the oh, blender. So good. One of my so favorite gross. juices, the V8. Now, you've never even had V8, right? No, oh, I don't like tomato juice. Well, here's the thing. You're going to... It tastes like... It's so much more than tomato and juice. And I've had cold-pressed juices before, and I got violently ill drinking well, this them. is neither of those. Mm. This is veggies. It's going to taste as good going down. <laughs> as, as coming back up. As it will coming up. Because <laughs> it's time... 
for Munch and Monday. Munch and Mondays, it's a fun day, and it's happening on the Ralph Report. Munch and Mondays, Eddie's fun day, will he vomit? All over the floor. I don't eat fungus. I don't like it. I did, the, the thought of it makes me sick. testicles are just all... Of course, you two, three, and four-star generals, you get the video version of Munch and Monday, so you can uh, watch us. There it is. In the easy-to-travel uh, little oh, bottle good. version. You can take it wherever you go. I bought when I bought this for us. I bought a bunch extra. Oh, They're currently in my fridge because I forgot how much I love V8 juice. So what oh, I'm going to do is open up the filled. bottle, and I'm going to pour a little bit in each glass. Oh man, that looks good. It doesn't. Mm, smells good too. Don't go anywhere. All right, I'll pour you some. All right, here we go. Cheers. Drink up. Mmm. That's fucking gross, dude. Oh, man. Right? No. Not gross. That's fucking gross. It's not gross. It's gross. It's got... It's it's so much better than tomato juice. It's got that extra wang to it. (laughs) I don't want the wang. That's the part that sucks. The tomato is okay. Mm. I can deal with the tomato because it tastes a little like spaghetti sauce. Yeah, it does have a little spaghetti but it's, sauce. But uh, it's the other shit that's in there that carrots. I definitely taste the yeah, carrots. Yeah, I taste the carrot. Carrot juice is gross. Um, beets, spinach, yeah, celery, <laughs> all those things. Oh, man. that's bad, dude. You could drink a mm. whole cup of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. It's stuck in my mustache. I'm gonna have to oh, shave. Man. That is good. Now, because we brought it up, I thought it would also be interesting. Oh, I got a couple extra glasses here. What are you doing? So I thought that Clamato juice (laughs) would be be a perfect way to wash down the V8 because we talked about Clamato juice and we talked about how many cocktails use it. So this is, again, for you folks who are watching, this is um, clam juice. juice, Which, well, it is. Fuck, that's awful. There is clam broth in this as well it, it starts with clam it starts with tomato it starts with clam yeah but the recipe starts with the mm. tomato juice and then they, they add lead the, with the clam then they add the clam well the brand name because it's catchy clamato just sounds fun <laughs> better than to clam that to am <laughs> it just sounds fun no it doesn't so i thought we would sample some clamato juice here this is much thinner <laughs> this is more more clammy than it is tomatoey Give me your your glass, and I'll I'll fill up yours with some Clamato juice. Once again, this has been sitting in the sun for a while, so. Nothing but the best. I'm not quite sure how safe it is. No, I'm kidding. Of course, it's been refrigerated. So here you go. Another cocktail for us to enjoy. A little Clamato juice to to wash the taste of the V8 juice out of your your mouth. So here we go. Mmm. Oh, that is good. That is good. You're right. Come on, Eddie. It's not that bad. That is fucking foul. That is not. That's tastier than the other. It's stuck between my my cheeks and my teeth. Mm. It's almost got a spice to it. 
don't rinse. You don't need to rinse. That's it's awful. just a drink. That's fucking gross, dude. Oh, that's good. You drink that for pleasure. Stop drinking it. It's gross. Stop drinking. Don't drink anymore. It's not gross. It's oh, delicious. That's awful. Both of those are awful. That is really tasty. I will say V8's better than Clamato. And the Michelinda is um, Clamato and beer. You put them together. Yeah. Too. It's fucking gross. Mm. Beer's not going to help that. Mm. Stop drinking this. So good. And now you see you've got. You've you got don't have some, anything else back there, right? <laughs> We're not doing rule of three, are we? You actually bring out the blood of an ox or some shit? Well, since the first two were so bad, I thought we'd have some of my urine to see if that was better. If there Is was there more blood in it more, to make it match? <laughs> I do have a bit of an infection. <laughs> so we'll yeah. see. No, that's it. Just two, just two little samples. I thought it'd be that's worth awful. It's really good. So bad. So good. No, so it's tasty. Not. V8's better than Clamato, but they're both shit. Would you like to have some more V8 no. to wash the Clamato? I have the down? water. I do not need the Clamato to chase the fucking V8. How about just straight clam juice? If I just give you clam. No, that's what's bad in that. <laughs> it's fucking, who, what monster squeezes a clam to get the juice out? What, what sick <laughs> fucking psychotic person? I, like, oh, I think they milk them. So they, they milk them. Oh, so it's clam piss. Yes, exactly. Oh. Well, there you go, kids. Another successful edition of Munch and Monday. I think we've really opened Eddie's eyes to the flavor no, sensation. Solidified my belief system. That is V8 and Clamato oh. on today's Munch and Monday. It's just another Munch and Monday. Oh, oh, oh. Eating is fun day. Oh, oh, oh. Maybe something on a bun day. Oh, I don't get the runs day. It's just another munch in Monday. The Clamata really has a nice. No, it uh, doesn't. We have clam burps for like 24 hours. <laughs> it's got like a zing. No, it, it doesn't. Of, it does. It does not. It's zingy. What's zingy about it? I don't know. It's it just, tastes like clam shit. <laughs> God damn it. That's awful. <laughs> that is so good. No, it's not. Well, I, I certainly enjoyed it. What can I say? I'm glad I you know. did. I'm glad you did. I no. thought maybe we could what? open no, you up. No, you didn't think open that. You. I thought maybe we could open you up. We surprised, you surprised me all the time by liking stuff. If I, you had started me with the Clamato, I probably would have liked the V8. Oh, I see what I did. That's probably it, because the V8... All right, next week, next week we'll try it in the reverse order. <laughs> no, we we'll do not. Clamato first we and know. then the V8. The V8's still bad, but it's better than Clamato. Maybe I'll give you a, a, a Tim Tam or whatever the <laughs> fuck it is next week. Maybe you can have, you can have that as a, Please? A, as a treat. Please? Maybe something. All right, kids, that's it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it nearly as much as Eddie enjoyed the I Clamato juice. Oh. It's almost sweet. There's always a sweetness to it. <clears throat> oh, stop. Oh, so come back and join Clamper. us tomorrow. Tomorrow's Tuesday. That means we'll take a look at one of your favorite TV themes and uh, do a deep dive into that and the show as well. More entertainment news, more your phone calls. Oh, we're going to have some fun if Eddie is willing to return. Oh, he seems a little, not. a little cheesed off. That's oh. it for today, kids. Come on back tomorrow. But in order to do that, you got to take care of yourself. Still, I know people are getting vaccinated. Things are getting better. But until then... Make sure you take care of yourself. And if you can, still, stay the fuck at home. Wash your hands real good. Stay good in the hood. Keep some distance. Stay sweet at six feet. Yeah, because. Life is life. We got to protect yours. We need you here in the Garmy. So we'll talk to you tomorrow. Until tomorrow. You all right? Yeah. You okay? Love you, Mina. Bye. <laughs> <Until> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Until tomorrow. <laughs>
Hey, everybody. Love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>